Hey, what's going on, folks? It's your boy Josh H, and welcome to the Straight Up Podcast. Uh, today is Cinco de Mayo, uh, and for those of you who don't know what Cinco de Mayo is, allow me to educate you a tad bit. Uh, and before I do that, let me announce uh, today: uh, uh, Natoya Lowe will be with me. Um, the topic: What is your contribution to your community? And uh, might make some of y'all feel a little bit uncomfortable, but it needs to be said. Uh, so, <clears throat> what is Cinco de Mayo? First of all, it's not Mexico's Independence Day, which is actually celebrated September 16th. Cinco de Mayo instead commemorates the Mexican Army's victory over Napoleon III's French forces at the Battle of Puebla, on May 5th, 1862. President Juarez said that the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla would become a national holiday. Despite this declaration, Cinco de Mayo is not an official Mexican holiday. It is celebrated more actively in some parts of the United States uh, than it is in Mexico. Cinco de Mayo is a colorful, inclusive festival it started as a way to celebrate Mexican heritage, and it is now widely celebrated in the United States. Uh, their celebrations are prevalent in cities that have significant Mexican populations and ancestry, especially in the South, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Southwest. American celebrations of Cinco de Mayo usually feature parades, parties, uh, including mariachi bands, Mexican folk music, dancing, Mexican and Mexican-American cuisines, man, it's making me hungry right now, Mexican-inspired cocktails and costumes. So for those of you who didn't know what Cinco de Mayo was, that is what Cinco de Mayo was. Okay, now, before I bring the toy on, some of you may not know what happened with Derek Chauvin. Uh, and it ties in with what we're going to talk about today and what are you going to do for your community. So, for those of you all who didn't see it or don't know, I'm going to present it to you. Lawyers for the former Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin are asking for a new trial on several grounds, including jury misconduct. Alex Perez has the latest. Tonight, Brandon Mitchell, one of 12 jurors who convicted former cop Derek Chauvin of killing George Floyd, is defending his impartiality as a juror after this picture of him last August resurfaced online at the March on Washington commemorating Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, an event where George Floyd's family members were among the speakers. Mitchell wearing a shirt with a picture of Dr. King and the words, get your knee off our necks and BLM. After the guilty verdict, Mitchell telling our Robin Roberts Roberts, that video of Chauvin's knee on Floyd's neck was key. And then seeing the, the multiple angles of it from the body cams, from the other, the other cell phones, um, it was probably the most important 
piece of evidence. Mitchell, during jury selection, answered no when asked if he participated in demonstrations about police use of force. Mitchell told the Minneapolis Star Tribune his attendance in D.C. was 100% not a march for George Floyd and directly related to MLK's march in the 60s. Tonight, Chauvin's defense attorney, Eric Nelson, filing this motion for a new trial, citing a number of reasons, including jury misconduct. It certainly gives him some ammunition in terms, in terms of him uh, asking the court to conduct a hearing to determine whether or not this juror should have been on the, on the uh, jury or not. Our thanks to Alex for that and for legal analysis we bring in Shauna Lloyd, a civil rights attorney with the Cochrane Firm who's been following this case with us closely. Thanks so much for your time tonight, Ms. Lloyd. Let's start off with that juror questionnaire, the defense cites. Does it sound like Brandon Mitchell was at all untruthful when he said that he had not participated in a demonstration about police use of force? It seems like what he's saying is that he was at a Martin Luther King uh, event, which if that wasn't what, if that was the intention of the event and someone just happened to speak, it's not going to rise to the level that they would be looking for and that they would need for, uh, for juror misconduct. If he was simply attending a Martin Luther King Day parade and the Floyd family happened to have spoke, that's not enough to rise to the level of juror misconduct. So it sounds like you're not really concerned about it. I'd like to just take another look at that picture of juror Brendan Mitchell from the August 2020 social media post. His shirt says clearly, get your knee off our necks, a message that seems to relate directly to this case. Do you think that that gives the defense any grounds for a new trial or, or is it at least problematic? They're going to show, have to show that he had some form of bias by which this affected his his decision and his uh, his verdict. So it's not just that he was present or that he might have had a shirt on. What we are going to be looking for, what they're going to have to prove, is that there was bias that affected the decision he made after deliberations. And do you think it's at all likely that Derek Chauvin will get a new trial after that landmark guilty verdict? You know, when you look at these appeals, these appeals are pretty standard. We put them out as soon as there is a verdict. There's also going to be more appeals after sentencing. It's, it's standard for these types of convictions. Do I think it rises to the level that this is going to get a mistrial? I don't think it's likely. The type of things that he cited in that particular appeal are things such as publicity, things as the, uh, the jury wasn't sequestered. There weren't many states that you could have gone that you would have found anyone that wasn't affected by this particular story or at least had heard something about it. So I don't see where those grounds are going to rise to the level that is going to cause for a new trial. And Maxine Waters as well, the comments that she had made, he had suggested that that might be grounds for an appeal. you agree, disagree? I disagree. Unless a juror actually had thought enough about her statement to have it impact their decision, then her statements in and of themselves are not enough. Now, if a juror was to have said, I felt intimidated to come to this verdict, that's very different. But that's not what the jurors are saying here. And stepping back, that video of Derek Chauvin with his knee on George Floyd's neck was certainly seen widely across the country, around the world, really, before this trial even started. So how impartial was this Minneapolis jury really expected to be at the time that each juror was chosen? Absolutely. I think that this video was prevalent around the world. I don't know that you could have found jurors that were going to be any more impartial because so many people had already seen this video and had some thought about it. Or if, even if they didn't watch it fully, it was because they thought it was too violent or it was too offensive. So to say that he would have found another jury somewhere else, I think is just not realistic.
Shauna Lloyd, as always, we thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click Now, without further ado, Miss Natoya Lowe is in the building. How you doing today? Hey, 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 hey. What's up? What's up? Happy Cinco de Mayo. Right, right. Uh, likewise, are you going to turn up today, or are you going you gonna to participate in some of the festivities, or what's going on? <clears throat> Man, listen. Listen, I am, you You know how I feel about certain stuff. Like, right. I'm not the Mexican, so I feel like this ain't our holiday, but you know I'm going to go and probably have me a couple shots of tequila or something, you know. <laughs> I got to, um, you know, I got to I gotta stay in tradition, you feel me? Right. You feel me? What's going on with you, though? Long time no talk to. What's going on? What's going right. on? Right, so, hey, man, I'm just sitting behind this purple screen looking pretty with this straight up shirt on uh sipping with my pinky out you know what I mean? okay don't ask me what i'm drinking okay okay I don't okay, do okay I'll don't see do you that. i see you <laughs> so what do you uh, think oh no i don't i don't no no you ain't doing that huh you ain't gonna ask me what my poison is go ahead no uh -uh, <laughs> i don't want to know i could just imagine <laughs> <All right. laughs> so hey uh now the topic today is near and dear to your heart what is your contribution to your community? And I felt it when you told me you wanted to speak about this because a lot of folks, they just, they do a lot of talking behind keyboards, but they do nothing to support their community. Uh, and so I kind of threw Absolutely this- Absolutely right. I kind of threw this Derek Chauvin in here um, because it's part of it. A lot of protests and a lot of things came to light after uh, what he did to basically he murdered he's a murderer absolutely he, murdered. he killed that man he killed that man and I've been saying it from the be from the very beginning you know it was a lot of people when that trial first started Josh that nobody believed in the justice system nobody believed that we were going to see any type of justice you know things like that don't happen for us in the black community. You know what I'm saying? They get away with murder. They get away with murdering us. They don't, we don't see that type of justice. So it was a lot of people who didn't have faith in, in the judicial system. They didn't think that um, Derek Chauvin would get convicted, but I felt it in my spirit from the very beginning. And it was just too much overwhelming evidence for them not to, he he killed that man. There is no there there was no there was not one person, not one American, I don't care if he was black, white, red, or yellow, there was not one American in this country that could look at that video and say anything otherwise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he how, killed that man. How and does it so make you feel that, that now that he, how does it make you feel now that you uh, see that they're trying to get a mistrial? I mean, not a mistrial, but they they're they're trying to uh, throw him in there. And it's I I I I think it's some BS. You know, just another way to try to to try to you know divert the attention on what the, you know. At the end of the day, I I I made a Facebook post. Um, 
about yesterday, day before yesterday, and I said the word for 2021 is accountability. It's time for people to start taking accountability mm-hmm. for their actions and the things that they're doing. These police officers are not always right. Yes, they do. There are some good officers who uh, have integrity, who, you know, treat all people the same and they just have a job to do and we get that but at the same time it's some bad apples in the bunch and it's time for these police departments it's time for these police chiefs it's time for these lieutenants these captains these sergeants it's time for them to start standing up and taking accountability not only for their department but for the officers in the department right and so what i do is as far as i'm concerned I look at this as a slap in the face. Absolutely. Because absolutely, absolutely. You give us like I tell people all the time, right? They is they treat the black community like crap. What do you mean, Jay? They give us just enough. Yeah, they do. To where we want to keep coming back and believing in them. And every single Mm -hmm. time we get that little bitty breadcrumb that they give us, we start getting hope. We start, yeah, man, yes, finally. And then you look up and something like this happens. It's almost like they, it's almost like the, um, it's almost like the, um, the fisherman with the fishing pole dangling a hundred dollar bill down in front of, you gotta be quicker than that. It's right, almost right. like that's how they doing this, really. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it's like, and that's why, and that's why it's so important now. You know what I'm saying? With everything that is going on and the changes that they are trying to make on our behalf, it's important for our people. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, regardless of what we still can't sit back and wait for these people to come save us. They not about to come save. Ain't nobody coming to save us. You know what I'm saying? We got to save ourselves. So, you know, and, 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 it, and for me, it goes back to before the Makia Bryant situation here in Columbus, Ohio. I'm pretty sure most of your followers and your viewers have heard about this situation with involving the 15-year-old, the 16-year-old girl and the police officer here. But it goes back to, for me, it goes back to, you know, before uh, George Floyd, before, you know, uh, uh, Trayvon Martin. Like, I, I look at the whole entire time, and I don't know if I was the only person who felt like this when I watched this video, but it's like every time a video surface surfaces of one of them killing us, it's like all these people are sitting around and they pulling out their phones and report. like the whole entire time I'm watching the George Floyd. What was that? Nine minutes and 20 something seconds, seconds, eight nine minutes. minutes. Yes, How ma'am. many seconds was it? Nine eight, nine minutes, and 26 seconds. seconds. So yes, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this video for nine minutes and 29 seconds. And I'm thinking to myself the whole entire time, why ain't nobody go run up and push that damn cop off the hill? Why didn't nobody swing on that cop? Like, I feel like it should be some laws implemented while they're changing laws and passing laws. It should be some laws implemented where civilians should be able to intervene in situations like that. 
and not fear of consequence because somebody out there could have saved that man's life. You know what, though? He intentionally was trying to kill that man, and he intentionally killed that man, and I felt like the whole entire time I'm sitting there watching it, it's like I couldn't have been out there on that corner because you know me. You know I'm a firecracker. I probably would have tried to fire on him. The police would have had to kill every goddamn body out there, okay? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, how but do y'all, how do y'all just sit back and y'all record and y'all let stuff you, happen? I'm going to tell you something, though. So I totally feel where you're coming from, and I totally agree, right? But I'm going to – let me provide a tad bit of insight as to why a lot of folks don't. Now, this is not an excuse by no means because – I'm just like you, and uh, well, you know me. A lot of people don't know me. They know me as the, right. the podcast host, professional. They don't right. know. I know you personally. Right, right. How I really get down, right? So me, right. I'd probably be in jail or dead have I been on that corner, right? But Absolutely. <laughs> but so a lot of folks are afraid, um, and they are afraid because of you know, like you mentioned, this goes back a long way, but it goes back centuries. You know, these these jokers, what, good morning, uh, Patrick. So it goes way, 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 way back to all of our ancestors. This has this these types of actions have been absolutely for so long. And so when 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 you see it, a lot of folks don't know what to do because the consequences have always been stiff when it comes to us doing anything that is illegal. So now I do agree though, if they made it to where civilians can intervene, if they seen these type of actions, I think more people would, but I think a lot of chaos would happen because then you have people basically headhunting police like, Oh, why he pulled him over? Not knowing. Well, see this. Well, see that's where, that's where. But see that's where because you know in anything like that there has to be some type of organization to it. So that's where you know the states need to get together and they need to offer you know, almost like police training. You know what I'm saying? Civilian, civilian policing. You know, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, because they keep putting these officers in our communities that are not familiar with our communities. And I don't oh, understand man. why you have a badge and a gun and you're scared. Well, I'm gonna tell what, you why they scared. Is, I'm gonna tell you why they scared. What is it about us that are scared? I'm gonna tell you why. So I don't know if, if y'all haven't watched it. Go back. I did a show on the Makaya uh, Makia Bryant. If I'm saying her name wrong uh, to the families that see this, I apologize. But um, so I did a show on that. And one of the things I said was a lot of these cops aren't from, uh, like, for instance, Columbus, right? We'll use Columbus, for example. A lot of these cops that come to patrol and become police officers in Columbus aren't from Columbus. They're from, like, the little bitty towns that's like 30, 40, 50 minutes away, the surrounding little hit, I'm gonna call them hit towns. I've been in some of them towns. Um, right. And so a lot of them, the only interaction they actually get with black folks is what they see on TV. Now, some of y'all might think like, ain't no way. Right. But trust me, this is true. So I, and, and then in that um, same show, 
I broke down how when I first got to the military and met one of my closest brothers to today, and he was from North Dakota, one of them little small uh, spots in North Dakota. And he told me, he said, bro, like, okay. it's been an interesting day. And I'm like, why? I knew we was both in the military because we both had duffel bags. I knew we was going to the same uh, military base because we landed in Oklahoma. And he was like, before today, the only time I ever seen a black person was on TV. And I had to break it down. I asked him, like, well, what wow. does it make you feel? How does it? And he was like, now nah, he was cool, man. We don't fought together, bled together, sweat together, pour bottles of water over each other when we ain't have water to bathe. Like, that's my brother. You feel me? Right. But, uh, there are right. a lot of people in these little towns all across America that have never had any kind of interaction with black folks. And so when when you take people like for him, he was cool. He was like, I love it. I embrace it. But a lot of people, the only thing and only interaction they get with black folks are from what they see on TV and the media. And we all know that mainstream media twists and distorts everything about the black community. Absolutely. So absolutely they do and so that's that's and 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 i and i think that's a, that's very important that's a very important point jay you know that a lot of these a, a lot of white people don't have um that direct interaction with black people and so they don't know and they 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 are scared but that's the reason why it's important for for us to as a community to start putting things in place to where they don't look at us like that. They don't right. see us as, you know, and 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 it kind of it kind of ticks me off a little bit when, you know, people are like, well, um black people need to stop killing each other and then the police will stop killing us. And I just feel like that those are two totally different issues. Mm -hmm. Okay? At the end of the day, the police have a sworn duty. They get paid to protect and serve whether I'm black whether I'm white, whether I'm Mexican, whether I'm Chinese, whatever, it doesn't matter what race I am, the police have a job to do. And their job is not to murder black people down on the streets. Now, when it comes to our fellow brother and sister, my, my fellow sister doesn't have an obligation to protect my life. So we have to start being the people that we need to be in society in order to keep certain uh, one thing i see in, in in our community in our race there's no respect at nobody all. has no, at all no respect for each other at nobody all. has no respect for each other whatsoever and and, and 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 when i told you you know my topic as far as you know what's your contribution to your community i said that because and i'm very passionate about it because i feel like a 16 year old child was murdered on our watch <clears throat> how i feel when but you, you know have uh, 15 to, to 20 adults natoya i don't mean to cut you off but what you just said i want to make sure the viewers understand what she just said she just said a 16-year-old was murdered on our watch. Now, what does she mean? What she means is 
All of you clowns, and I guess I said clowns, jokers, goofballs, idiots. Yes, you said it right. Y'all could have stopped this situation before the cops got there. But instead of doing that, you all, oh, let me get some attention. So let me pull my phone out and record this. Let me go live. Let me go. Somebody always wants to be the first one to report something or record something. And that's just, that's ridiculous. This was a child, okay? So I'm thinking to myself, had this been my neighborhood and I don't care what the situation is or isn't or whether people knew her or knew that she was troubled or knew she, I don't care what the situation was. Anytime a situation gets to a point where a child has to pick up a weapon, somebody should have gotten involved. I could not have been standing out there as a neighbor that day and seeing that child running around out there in that street like that and at least not try to help her. Her father was Mm. called to come to bring her to safety. He came and instigated a situation. So when I say, when I say that a a 16 year old child was murdered on our watch, I mean exactly that. That community has blood on his hand. Because y'all sat and y'all watched this situation escalate and y'all could have helped this child. Y'all could have helped her. That's it. Y'all could have stopped everything. And the other thing that really made me mad, it really, it, it really, like, I, I was planning to launch this show on the third. I actually, which was this Monday, I actually loaded up and did an impromptu show on it just because the things that I've seen from people, uh, brown people all across the world the globe uh it's ridiculous it disturbed me man it really did and it it was ridiculous it was ridiculous i have never in my life seen listen i say from the neighbor to the foster mother involved to the girls that was involved to the father to the police officer everybody had a fault in that situation where i'm concerned and see and that was me that was me. I wasn't trying to justify because this particular instant, I don't necessarily think that the officer was totally, totally wrong. But I think that no, I mean he had a job to do. He had, he a, had job a job to do. to do, and I get that. I but get that. But he didn't have to use that. excessive force. He didn't have to instantly go. But it shouldn't even. Go ahead. The where the where the way the the where where I'm at with it, Jay, it shouldn't even got that far. The right, police shouldn't even shouldn't had have, to been called. Right. It shouldn't even have, got that far. Absolutely. Now I I I as a parent, I as a parent with teenage children, okay, because I have teenage children who go out here and they get into fights and they get into stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what these kids do. Right. So I've been in a situation before where some girls have pulled up to my house to fight my daughter. And as a parent, all you have to do is care enough about these kids. You can stop a situation. I watched a mother not even a week ago de-escalate a situation with her son, her son's ex-girlfriend, a new girlfriend, and this young lady had a gun. The police didn't get called. Didn't nobody have to fight. 
Then mm-hmm. nobody had to put their hands on nobody. Like, and it's so crazy. And when, when the situation happened with that child, I did. I made a live video. I got on Facebook because when I say I was, that affected me only because of the simple fact that number one, I am a mother. I have children that age. And My child has been, been in that we situation before. Situations I've like been that. in that situation. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm just like, how did y'all let this happen to this baby? Like, I'm literally crying real tears. Like, how did y'all let this happen to her? Like, I just don't understand. And and like I said, in, in our community now, everything is who wants to be the first to report something? Who wants to go live? Who wants to put put it on record? when you could literally help save somebody's life. So that's why I'm just like, you know, and then when something like this happens, everybody wants to get on social media and social platforms and everybody has an opinion. Every has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion on what should have happened, what could have happened. What, but these are the people that are sitting around not doing nothing. Man, they criticizing. They, they don't even get out. They don't even, they don't even get up and go vote. They don't vote. They don't even they don't, go vote. Listen, so you remember, uh, I was still in Ohio when a George Floyd situation happened. I was just starting my production company. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people didn't know who I really was or what I really did at that time. And man, I went down there so much. You know how many times I got maced just so because what one of the minute it happened, I was like, the people need to know the truth because the media kept saying that the reason why the riots and all the fighting and all that was happening was because we were being unruly. And this was the furthest thing from the truth. No. We, that is not, not at what all. was happening. These uh, across all America, uh, I'm I'm going I'm to focus on Columbus because that's where I was. But all across America, when I was in Columbus, when we got to them protests, uh, it was peaceful. It was absolutely absolutely. I would man, listen. I went down there for I would I went down there for seven days straight after the George Floyd stuff happened, and it was very peaceful. Okay, and I'm not even gonna lie to you. You know, Jay. You know me. You've known me for a long time, and you know one thing: I am not as a racist. My best friend of 15 years is a white girl. I am not a racist. But the people that was down there doing all the vandalizing. Doing all the tearing up, those what that wasn't our people. Our people wasn't doing that. No, so it was them. that's why I'm just it like, was them. yeah. And then once they, it, so they then, blame. They always blame us, and that's why. So they, when we get to talking about what it, what is your contribution to your community, me experiencing that is what brought forth this this podcast. I said we absolutely. lack somebody who will put out substantial information raw and uncut the real truth right the truth the real most of us and then like i always say this and i don't want people to think i don't care what y'all think i'm gonna say it anyway people like charlamagne i love him people like first take uh stephen a smith i love him shannon sharp on undisputed i love him all these big time media personalities they don't like the people that speak they mind but they the don't only, like people that speak their mind and not one, they don't like them. And oh. two, they all made one mistake. If you have enough, I mean, think about this. Now, I make good money, right? And I was able to produce this show, right? Which looks like it should be on TV and it will be on TV because 
I don't stop. I'm gonna make sure this show makes right. it to somebody's airwaves. Right? Absolutely. But one of the things they did was, you know, they can speak on the injustice and the things that goes on in our communities, but they also got that mm-hmm. little bug in their ear. They got somebody saying, "Hey, all right, now that's enough. Don't go too deep." You get what I'm saying? Right. And, and don't say that. Lack, watch what you say. Watch Absolutely. What you say. We lack someone that will put out a, a, a unwatered down message. And so I said, oh, my community needs this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had to do it. Like, this was always my vision. I always had a vision of creating a show, but it went 10 times more and it became my calling when I went through all of that with the, the cause I man, my old ass out there getting maced. You know what I'm saying? I'm a built fat dude. I'm just sitting there chilling. Right. <laughs> and you know, y'all, y'all got me. And I ain't running. My old lady trying to tell me, babe, run. And I'm like, man, I ain't running, man. I'm a built fat dude. I'm well, you run. know they have <laughs> they have just since passed a law that basically states that they're that the police are not allowed to use any type of force on peaceful protest. So they're not allowed to use rubber bullets. They're not allowed to use tear gas. They're not allowed to, I don't know if you read up, um, pull, try to see if you can find it, pull it up. I'm not exactly sure um, what the whole basis of the law is, but I do, from what I understand, just a couple of days ago, maybe about a week ago, um, they just passed a law where they're not allowed to do that anymore. Okay, so, so, so guess what? Um, guess what, Toy? I'm about to get you together. Because I, I'm not supposed to be missing any kind of key information, right? So. Uh, right, if right. You see some shit like that. I'm gonna need you, yo, Jay. Did you see that? You gotta make sure you tell. The I got you. I right. got you. I and got I you. I, I got you. you. You feel me? It ain't nothing I, to fly down there. I got you. Hey, pretty women get it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you no, know, I got you, big dog. I'm trying to tell you, like it's it's so much stuff. Like it's just so much stuff, and it's hard to really try to keep an eye on everything because everything is changing. Like the gun laws are changing, and that's another thing that I think is really important for people to kind of do their research and get educated on these gun laws. Make sure y'all know the laws that are being passed in your cities and your states because right now it's the law that basically says if you walk up on my porch with a firearm and I come outside my house and feel threatened, I can blow you away and I'm going to get away with you. You know what I'm saying? So. I will blow your ass away away you come on my porch. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's really important for for our community as a whole. You know, it's 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 really, really important for our community as a whole, just people as a whole, honestly, to be educated. But you know on the laws and stuff that they're passing and on the things that govern us. I'm glad you just said that because one of the biggest things that disturbs me about our community is we'll get out here uh, in the confines of our own house, on our own couch, uh, mm-hmm. where you safe, where there's no reprisal for your actions, where, and we won't research, but we'll have the most, you be the most heavily opinionated people will be sitting here, don't do nothing at all for their community. Um, you don't even Absolutely. go as far as to uh, respect your community enough to 
make sure you putting out factual information when you launch this stuff on social media. They there don't care what of, they share. Yeah, there's a lot of people who <clears throat> don't watch the news at all. And their whole source of news, their whole source of news is what? Is social media. Social it's media. social media. And you're absolutely right. And that's and that's that and you are absolutely right about that. Like you gotta care enough to even want to put out the correct information for your people. Like, why do you want your people, you know what I'm saying? Why do you want your people running around here with false information? You know what I'm saying? That's just like the resources. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago. It's so many resources out here. And instead of us helping each other, we'll keep the resources for ourselves. You don't want to see the next person come up or you don't want to see the next person come That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need, we we got to stick together. That's why I'm so, listen, I am so happy for for my city. Like, listen, it, with, with all the crazy stuff that's going on, it's so many people opening up businesses, Jay. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, literally creating jobs for our community. Like, it's bananas. Like, I am so, so, so happy yeah, for, man, you know, is. I got because you know what? I got a shout out to Soul Wars. Uh, what they're doing to raise sickle cell awareness, Cassandra and her husband. Shout out to uh Boss Up Entrepreneurs, shout out to Dynamic Way. Uh all these businesses in Columbus, and a lot of people don't know I have a deep in fact. I touched on it yesterday on yesterday's show. And what up, Cam? Cam said what's up to us, uh Natoya, if you ain't see it. Um, but uh, hey Cam. What it do, boy? That's my guy. Yeah, he crazy. That's my that's my guy. But a lot of people, right? They don't understand that. That's my guy. Yeah, I realized that I had to leave in order to achieve everything I wanted to achieve because there's so much resistance there, and I ain't nothing wrong with that. And ain't nothing wrong. I love. I have a love hate relationship with Columbus, but I tell people all the time, it don't matter that I majority of my life went in Columbus. That was the most significant part to me because the most significant person in my life right. came from there and everything about him is me. So uh, down from the Buckeyes to the, you know, my family, you know, Mikey, uh, um, my, you know, my, my, my cousin, you know, like everything about that city is me. And so I made a promise that when I leave, right. I'm never going to turn my back on Ohio, on Columbus, Ohio. Is to me Absolutely not. one of the best cities in the world, and we have so much talent. I, the problem is what you just absolutely. said. We don't support each other there, man. If Columbus, if they would learn to That's support it. each other, you know how much That's talent it. come out and of there. That's it. And listen, I tell. We talked about it a little bit yesterday when we was going through when we was when we was doing the doing the testing and stuff. The, the, the connection testing and all of that. And it was like, yo, honestly, people don't even understand. A lot of people don't understand what the word support means. Support doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out here and spend money. I say that all the time. You can support a person's business by just sharing a post. You can support a person's business by just liking their business page. You can, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. It's hey, as man, simple listen, as that. We have talking, hey, a Tori, social media you, you platform right that is. You making me do this right now. You know what I'm saying? You, man, you, listen. You, you talking that, <laughs> I'm trying you to talking tell you, that shit but, right now. 
and it but and it's crazy because a lot of people out here they want support and building their brands but they don't want to support other people and that you can't you're not going to get by doing business that way you're not going to get by being an entrepreneur that way that's just like me right now um and and i was going to talk a little bit about black culture boutique um it's a I, I just got registered with the state here in columbus ohio i'm a i i can officially do business um as a boutique owner um right now we're currently in process of looking for a space because you know location is everything when it comes to you know opening up businesses and so right now that's what we're in the process of doing shout out to my realtor michelle collins um she's out on the she east dope, coast right man. now tending to her she mom her dope. mom is sick right now and i'm sending my love and prayers um yes she's super dope i've been knowing michelle a very long time if anybody needs um any commercial retail space if you're looking to buy a house hit up michelle collins she will get you all the way together she is so very professional very organized i love her to death we've been friends for years um but yeah like Right now, what I'm what I'm doing with Black Culture Boutique is just not going to be an, an ordinary boutique, okay? So I have a lot of friends here in the city that do a lot of different things. Shout out Michelle Ch Chislin, my sister. She got some t-shirts popping. Um, it's some, a girl, TJ Gross and her husband, Kenny Gross. They went to school. I went to school with her. Um, they make bow ties and handkerchiefs. Um, there's another friend of mine on Facebook, Juanita Mitchell. She makes jewelry, her and her daughter. Like, I got so many people that do so many different things. So I wanted to create an avenue where these business owners could sell their products. You know, you can walk in a store and buy Tommy Hilfiger. You can walk in a store and buy Polo. You can't walk in a store and buy a Nichelle original, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we're going to open up a store and we're going to build a platform, uh, create a platform for the black business owners here locally to do business. Um, and so that's, that's my goal for the boutique right now. Hopefully my vision comes together the way that I need it to right now. Minute, I'm just kind of like taking my time. Wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not about to let you do that. Cause you know me, I don't oh. believe in that word hope. I don't believe in that word hope. Claim what's yours. Listen, <clears throat> absolutely. You absolutely right. And I and I really have. I've been working hard. I really have. I, I really have. I've been working hard. I've been doing my research. I've been. Trying, you know, I didn't have my hands off in a lot of stuff mm -hmm. over the years, Jay. I do it all. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't really know a whole lot about me and and my talents and my skills. You know, back in 2008, I started Dime Diva Entertainment. I was doing the artist management and the event planning promotions. Um, you know, I got a gang of club owner friends, uh, promoters and stuff in the city. I know pretty much anybody that everybody that there is to know in the city that's worth knowing. I probably know who they are. I've made some really good, good connections with people over the years. I know people that do all kinds of stuff. Um, one of the other things I'm trying to do, um, and I, I've been reaching out to a few people, I'm trying to get some type of, um, I want to get a, 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 a program started for the young girls, the young, the young black girls in the community. There's a lot of these girls out here, Jay, that don't have no guidance. 
It's a lot of these girls whose mamas is running around out here turning up and the, the kids ain't important and these babies is out here having babies and they don't they don't have nobody. You know and what you I'm know, saying? So folks that are what I'm time. trying to do is put together an organization. Yeah, I've been trying to I'm trying to put together an organization that kind of teaches these girls etiquette, basically just etiquette, how to be a young lady, how to conduct yourself in public, how to uh deal with relationships and relationship issues you know we got a lot of these girls out here going through stuff that's being swept up under the rug these girls is out here going through domestic violence at 14 and 15 years old these dudes is out here putting their hands on them that's a part of that's a part of what you said earlier that's a a failure of of role models in our community absolutely absolutely what is your contribution to community to your community we need you folks to step up. We need y'all to stop Absolutely. thinking that it's okay to just party all day. Most of these people, man, you know how many times I sit and look at folks on social media and be like, I know you got 12 kids, but you on social media 99% of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing with your kids? You always, All day long. These dudes is always posting all day stuff long. about trying to get with women. These women are always... Our, our women are always talking about twerking, half-assed naked, trying to create OnlyFans and become rich and yada. And I don't knock nobody's hustle, but what are you Running off of everybody kids? in Miami and Vegas. Yeah, ain't nobody paying to see the damn kids. So one thing that I wanted to do now, a lot of, see, like, when you learn to focus on your passion and your dreams and actually bring something to your community, like, this is for the community, right? Uh, is it for me? Yes. But the goal is to to get us to start having healthy conversations again. Uh, we have absolutely to how to talk. We don't what we we text everything. When you post on social media, all that is is texting. When you're in somebody's messenger, all that is is texting. When you're tweeting, all that is texting. The healthy conversations is a lost art in our community. And my goal is to bring that back substantial. You see all these different podcasts, all these different shows, um, the people who are in our community, I'll throw out a couple names, Kevin Samuels, Derek Jackson, these jokers, what they do, almost all of them. Um, now there are a couple like the black love channel on YouTube. Please go follow black love. I follow it. I watch it. It's dope. They're always showing people that black love still exists. And I love it. Yeah, because I said Derek Jackson can't give me no more advice. Right? Okay. But see, that's what <laughs> you hear me. But he can't give me no more advice. Let's dive yeah, deeper into that though. Let's go a little that's bit deeper it. into that, Latoya. So what do most of the people in our community do to get notoriety or clout or fame? We bash each other. Derek Jackson. That's it. That's the only does, thing I see. That's it. Derek Jackson, all he does is bash men. Get on here bashing men every day. Karma's a you know what. And the other guy, he gets on, he gets on 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 social media and bashes women and all day. Bashes like women. who first of all, I just want to understand who died and gave that man the authority to judge a woman and who is his wife? Does he have one? Because Probably he be reading these women, and I'm just like, do you even have a wife, sir? 
You know what? I tell people I don't all the get time. it. I just don't get it. I don't understand. You know, we in our community, we spend so much time trying to tell everybody else what they should be doing with their lives. And the the same people trying to tell somebody what they should be doing with their lives ain't no further off than the next person. Man, like you know focus on yourself, focus <laughs> on how you can make you better, focus on how you can improve yourself, and then try to help somebody else. A lot Facts. of people be out here trying to offer help and they can't even help their damn self. You know what? So how I've you gonna help somebody else? For a long time, Toya. For a long time I've been telling so one of my people said something to me offline one day. And I end up posting it because I thought, you're right. And what she said was, yo, Jay, I love what you're doing with your podcast because everybody else, they focus on one gender. They focus on one thing. Um, they either bash men or bash women. And the stuff they're bashing with don't even be the truth. And, the most, and, and just like you just said, the most heavily opinionated people are usually the worst ones. And she said, with you... You give it to everybody. You don't have, you don't have, you don't no have filter whatsoever. No filter. You ain't, you ain't focusing on women. You ain't focusing on men. You focus on everybody. You focus on the community. You know, you make sure you're speaking about right. uh, injustices. You're not just putting out <clears throat> a distorted message. <clears throat> and I do that because one, that's who I am generally. Um, Toya can shed a little bit of light to who I am really because she's known me a long time. A lot of people don't know who I am for the longest. Most people just thought this is the ghetto dude who posting crazy memes every day. They didn't know how intelligent I was, how motivational I am, how many people oh my I gosh. touch no, behind they don't. closed doors. Listen, I go bless people. In I've known this man. I've known you since you came from North Carolina. And when you came from North Carolina, you came here to North Carolina and you was basically starting over. You yeah. didn't really have, you know, you got the job at Coda. You came and you you said one time what it was that you was going to do. And you did exactly that. Yeah. You did not look back. You didn't see you wasn't one of those people that got on Facebook every day talking about what you was gonna do every day. You said it one time what you was gonna do. And the next thing I look up, you packing up, you and your wife, y'all moving to Texas. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. We ain't even did this, that, and the third yet. Like Well, you know I'm telling you, you are probably one of the people you are one of the people one of the reasons why i you know when i first started media school it was like i had a focus i wanted to do strictly radio i wanted to be on the radio i wanted my own podcast listen i didn't realize how hard it was going to be i really didn't and people like you make it look easy because you have already been in school for about six or seven months before i even started and once I got started, it got to a point where I was just like, you know what, forget this. I'm not about to do this. And you like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. Like, you motivated me so much just to even get up every day and go to class. 
honestly, because I, I that was around the time where I just was really just, it was so much going on, and it was just like, what did I get myself into? I get really enrolled in school. I got to pay these people this money. Like, it was just, it was just all over the place, but you, and it, it was you and several other people just kept me encouraged, like, the whole entire time I was in school, and kind of like, got me back, because let me tell you something. I, you was a beast with that camera, sir. Now, I learned how to do everything in media too, but you a beast with that camera, and that is just something something that I just never could get the hang of. The editing, the graphic designing, the recording, I got all that down packed, but that camera, I can't do it. So, and I don't think I ever will be able to. I don't care. Listen, the camera is a whole different ball game, okay? And you make it look easy, but yeah like you 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 are you are a very motivational person like you reach out to people that you don't even know like on a personal on a personal level and i told you this yesterday um you know you you reach out to people and it's very much appreciated you know what i'm saying because you i i tell people all the time kindness is free you know what i'm saying you never know what a person might be going through you never know what you can say to a person to talk them off the edge you know it's people out here the suicide rate is high is what people don't know and the suicide rate amongst young people is high and you never know what your words might say to somebody you might catch somebody on a good on a bad day you know why i'm like that say something to them that yeah that's going to influence their life so the reason i'm like that is because when i got to the military a lot of my brothers um will start uh eventually i'm gonna grow and evolve this show i do have the capabilities to have four or five of us on here at the same time um call it i got everything a regular news channel can do i can do right and they will tell you stories about when i first got to Carolina and when I first joined the military and yeah you had me I was listen I was a whole savage like we had a group they called us the four horsemen and some of my brothers that watching they probably gonna laugh and call me after this show they called us the four horsemen it was me my homeboy gang uh Chris Gaines from uh Florida my homeboy uh Wes from South Carolina and my homeboy Greer from South Carolina, and we were complete oh, okay. savages. Okay. Like we didn't give no damn. We had so much pent up aggression. We was young. Um, we would stay tearing up clubs. I mean, we we be hey man. If, if if cameras and social media existed during that time, all four of us would be in jail. And I'm happy to report now, all four. Oh, of y'all us, have been in some big trouble. Yeah, we. we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and one of the things y'all have been in some big trouble. Yeah, and one of the things that happened was I love this man to death. His name is Russell Stevenson. He became my second father. Uh, country dude from um, uh, uh, Mississippi, and he pulled me aside. He was like, "Bro, I don't care how many people you beat up. I will get in your ass. I'm here to teach you how to be a man." Because if I teach you how to be a man, you're going to become a better soldier, a better person in life. This is not the be-all, end-all for you. Don't never think that anything you do is the be-all, end-all for you. I'm going to teach you how to do these finances. 
I'm going to teach you how to keep your credit right. I'm going to teach you how to be a man. And so right. I had never had, you know, like alpha men only respect alpha men. And so when he did that to me, he used to always teach to me, pay it forward. Because he would say the same way I'm giving you this knowledge, you got to pass that knowledge on to others. And so to help somebody else, help you got to help somebody else. And what's lost in our community is that we never pay it for. We are so self-absorbed. We don't never like, like you said, it don't even cost you. What does it cost you to hear? One of the things I always say on social media to folks, me and you different. You share memes and BS and I share businesses. We different. The reason why I don't uh, now every now and then I see a meme that's so funny I gotta share it, but it's to cost you absolutely nothing, and it don't even cost you time because it literally takes not even a full second to click share to support somebody else in your community, and you all won't do it. You know what? You know what I noticed too, Jay. I noticed that. The people that are out here grinding and trying to build a brand, a lot of people won't share. A lot of people won't um, uh, uh, um, help because it's people out here that they know that all they got to do is put they get they foot in the door. Or like a person like me, it's a lot of people I feel like won't help me. Because they know if I get my foot in the door, I'm going to take off. You're a threat, absolutely. Going to take off, and they don't. It's people that don't want to see that. So people got to realize. It's people you got to realize too. That's why it's so. That's why they say it's so hard to start a business and it's so hard to do certain things because just as many people that love you, always remember that it's just that many more people that hate you. And it's just that many more people that don't want to see you succeed. And it's just that many more people that won't put money in your pocket just because it's you. Now, but you know I what? can have, you know I, what I, learned, I can though? open. I'm going to tell you something I learned. And I want all of you to, uh, I think I lost Natoya. Uh, come back. Come back to me. Um, but one of the things that, <clears throat> I learned was to use that motivation, use their doubt, use all of that as motivation, right? Because at the end of the day, and here I'm going to switch over just in case, um, wait for Natoya to come back. So one second. Now, what I learned was use that hate use that motivation as fuel right uh okay i'm sorry back. yeah i'm sorry i don't know what happened to my connection oh it's no biggie it's no biggie we make it happen when people these people that doubt you use that as motivation like i stack that Absolutely. Shit on top of my shoulder right and so let me break down the reason why I left Ohio, because now that I left, a lot of people there do support me, and I appreciate each and every one of you all. 
And a lot of them hated that I left because they like, dude, you so talented. I know what's going to happen when you leave here. Okay, but let me mm-hmm. break down why I left. I'm 40 years old. I got goals to accomplish. My wife will tell you, I'm one of the, <clears throat> listen, I'm one of the few people, I don't give a damn about partying. I don't give a damn about chilling. All the, I got one goal. And that one goal is to- you never sure been like that, though. Huh? Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> you never been like that though. I don't, I I can't even remember a time I've ever seen you in a club. I don't. Right. I mean, I, you never been like then, that. So every now and then, my old lady would be like, "Babe, get your ass away from this computer. Get away from this work." She'll force right, me to right. go on a trip. Force me to go do some shit. Um, oh yeah, and, you got to. You got yeah, to. Because she know I got to. But at the end of the day, I got one goal in life, and that's to make sure generational wealth is secured for my family when i pass away i want to know absolutely that my old lady and my kids got everything they need to succeed in their and my kids kids in their kids kids absolutely that's my absolutely goal so that's important that's very important important. and people don't understand how important that is like God forbid if something was to happen to me right now, like I, one thing that I that I had to do and it was most most certainly necessary. And I, and I, I encourage everybody um, and, 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 and trust and believe going forward as we talk. When I speak, I don't, I'm not just necessarily speaking on the black race. I'm speaking on everybody in general, because this is something that's important for for everybody you know what i'm saying make sure that you have things in place like the last thing i ever want to do is leave this earth and know that somebody has to struggle to take care of my kids or they have to struggle to figure out how they're going to take care of my kids or how they're going to pay this or how they're going to pay that i don't never want that to be an issue for anybody that i love i don't ever want to put that burden on anybody that i love so it's important go life insurance don't cost no money that y'all going out here spending drinking and turning up and going to Miami and running to Vegas like bro a, a insurance policy is like $25 a month and right. it will cover you and your whole entire family that's important Very it's really important, important to have the affairs important. in order like I, I always thought it I always thought it was weird for a young person to have a will but I'm starting to see <coughs> that's important I'm starting to see as situations happen in families, that's the first thing people want to fight over stuff. People want to fight over stuff. People want to fight over money. People want to fight over this and that and that. Draw up a will, have a will. If you have assets, if you have property, if you have things that is worth money, make sure it's in writing who's entitled to what. Don't mm-hmm. leave your family members out here fighting over stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm so, saying? Like, and, don't. And you know what? The, it, it's, just, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. I've been preaching this for a long time, and and so to back. Let me let me before I forget it. The reason I left is because the resistance that came in Columbus. I don't have time for. I don't have time for y'all to finally find fall in love with me and support me. You know what I'm saying? Because the biggest mistake we all But that's how we always go. Right. The biggest mistake that we always make in life is assuming that we have more time. 
And absolutely right about that. Me? I don't have time to be waiting on y'all. I'm 40 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm a black man. So uh, it, it could be me out here and the police joke me up one day. I, I'm out here riding Cadillacs with dope. It could friends. be anyone. It, it could be, be any one of us, Jeff. It could be any one of us. us. So, and that's what, that's what I say all the time. Like, yo, it don't just, we see it happening on TV, but any given day, it could be you. It could be you. Don't think that it won't happen to you. Any given day, as long as you, your skin is this color, any given day, it can be you. So and, don't and ever take that, right? that for granted. Don't ever. On, huh? top of, on top of that, right? Not only can it be you, but let's dive deeper into that. Toya, you all, y'all not about to like what I'm going to say, but I don't give a damn. Let me scoot up so y'all can see my face only. Right? <laughs> Let me scoot up so y'all can see my face only. You clowns not only think it can never happen to you, so you say reckless shit, dumb shit, but the minute it does happen to you, now you want the whole world to have empathy for you, sympathy for you. You want us to support you. Well, where was that support for everybody else? To all you clowns, to all you knuckleheads that's out here running your man pleasers about absolutely nothing every single day. Think about this. It can happen to you. And once it happens to absolutely. you, you're going to expect everybody who you basically shitted on your entire life up to that point to, to support and, and, and help you. And this is not the case. You reap Absolutely. what you sow. It does not cost you anything to support your fellow brothers and sisters. Stop acting like everything is about you. And for all of you who are acting like everything is about you, where are they at? Where are you at in life? You're stagnant, complacent, can't get nowhere. Why? Because Listen, I'm the type sow. of person... I'm the type of person, Jay, I leave people right where they got me messed up at, okay? I will let you think, I will let you lean on who you think so highly of. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you, you, it's people out here stepping on and, and, and pooping on the next person. And you never know, you might have to, God will put you in a situation and make you need that person. Just because of how you treated them. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, yeah, humble yourself because at the end of the day, we can never get, we can never get to the point and, and trust and believe. I'm, I sit back and I watch God bless the people around me all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it's probably people that sit back and look at other people like, well, they doing this and they doing this and why God blessing them with this and why God blessing them with that and why they get to do this and why they get listen everybody gets a turn and sometimes you got to sit back and patiently wait your turn but at the same time you got to clap others too you know what I'm saying especially when it's your turn and you gonna be wanting somebody to clap for you you know what I'm saying so at the end of the day and I know a lot of people don't do it it's so and important it's, that you it's, just said that. It's, it's so important because everybody 
you we got people that walk around i listen to i listen to these these women sometimes and kind of not necessarily getting off the subject but i listen to these women sometimes that run around talk about they don't need a man for this and they don't everybody needs somebody i don't care who you are i don't care how much money you got i don't care what you drive i don't care where you live i don't care how many businesses you own i don't care how many houses you own everybody needs somebody's help doing something Hey, so, so check this out. Don't. Hey, before before you go on, let me make sure I touch on something real quick. One, um, I think that's a dope topic. Everybody needs somebody. I might talk about that tomorrow. Uh, because yeah, a lot of these women and men, and it might be off topic, but I mean, we'll get back to the topic in a couple seconds. Uh, if you want somebody that follows the script, go watch CBS News. Um, yeah, we don't follow scripts. <laughs> we ain't following no scripts out here, you feel me? We don't, um, follow, we don't write the scripts around here. Right. Yeah, we ain't don't no follow scripts. scripts. This show is organic, right? So, everybody, that, the ones that are screaming, men ain't this, men ain't that, I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need no woman, I don't need that. The ones who do that the most are the ones that want and crave one the most, right? That's hidden smoke is what I call it where they put up a smoke screen to make people think one thing, but they really want the opposite of what they're putting out. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So I'm going to make sure I dive into that because, you know, that's important. A lot of people don't understand. Yeah, that's that a very good smoke. topic. That's a very good topic. And you got to understand, too, that's the dynamic that's, that's tearing apart our community as well. And whether people choose to want to admit it or not, the black relationship is a contribution to your community. So at yeah. the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? While we got men and women out here that can't get along and don't respect each other, you got men out here killing women and women out here killing men for one reason or like that's 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 deep right there. That's deep. You gonna step on some toes with that topic. Hey, but what? <laughs> I'm trying what? to tell you, I want like all the smoke. I want all the smoke. Listen. So one of the things about Man, me, listen. <laughs> I don't care what nobody think about me. I don't care. Um, but the one thing you're going to always do is respect me. Why? Because I'm not that one that's going to focus on one person. I've said this a million times. I don't have to. I don't even think I got to say it no more. Anybody who knows me knows one thing about two things, three things about me. One they know I'm not no joke. Don't play with me or mine because it's going to end bad for you, right? Yeah, Josh will come for everybody. I'm coming they come for everybody. I'm not just coming for one person. He's coming, coming for, for everybody. I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> I don't, grandmas, uh, grandpas, everybody. Uh, little ugly kids. Uh, the little stinking <laughs> dog. Yeah, everybody you know, can get the it. The ugly dog <laughs> that you keep posting pictures for. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get that little ugly pit bull off there. Pit bull got a half an eye. Like, stop posting him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming everybody for everybody. There is no one safe. And at the end of everybody the day, can get it. I expect everybody to come for me. And when you come for me, know I'm well prepared, well resourced, well educated, can speak on any topic. And for I sure. For sure. For sure. And that's what I tell people all the time. Listen. I'm not going to speak on something that I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? I'm a 40-year-old woman. I am a mother. I am a grandmother. I have been in relationships. I have done all. I've been a business owner. I've been a wife. 
it's, it's a lot of things out here that people are still trying to do. And I've, I've already done it. This is my second time around. I'm saying so it's like, no, I don't know everything, but I know something that can possibly help you. That's just like the younger ones. And I use my own daughters as prime examples. Like sometimes I could talk to my daughters and they don't listen. Like they literally don't listen. And it's crazy because I'll have I'll be having conversations with my mom, Jack, and she'd be like, huh, I wonder who that sounds like. Huh. I wonder who that sounds like. And it's like I, I never, I never, I never understood my mother all those years when she was like, oh, I can't wait until you have your own kids. Right. You'll know, you'll you understand when you have your own kids. And it was like, I started having, okay, my old, my oldest child is getting ready to be 25 years old. And then I have a 20 year old and I have four grandkids. And you can just, hey, I, hey, I can, hey, I, hey, man, listen, on, I got stories for days. But it's like, oh, wait a minute, exactly. Wait a I don't mean, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I gotta say this, cause I mean, Damn, Toy, you old as fuck. Like, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> if I'm old, you uh, you know what? Everybody says that to me too. Like, damn, Toy, you old as. But listen, let me hey, tell listen, you something. So... Uh, you can't tell I'm forty. <laughs> I'm forty-two. I'm well, I'm forty, but we're both forty. Is what I mean. I'm not forty-two. So somebody, you forty-two. No, I'm right. sorry. Don't don't add extra extra years to me, damn it. Don't do that. Right, like <laughs> but, black um, don't crack. Right, I'm trying to tell you. Right. This I still get man. carded. I go Sit. certain places and I still get carded. They be like, you are not, you do not have that many kids where like yes, I do. Like, well, but know, at the end of the day. It used to be me, like so a, a lot of people say you got a young, you got a young face, but the gray, so the grays in my beard are not actually gray. Um, my bloodline is full blown Cherokee, and so got that birthmark. Yeah, I've had these silver mm -hmm. hairs in my beard. I've had silver hair in my hair since I was. That was just like me. My grandmother, my mother's mother, was part Cherokee Indian, and then my hair. If anybody ever really paid attention. Like it's a little part of my hair right here. It's just a little. It's 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 gray right there, and it's been like that since I was like in my early thirties. Like I've had gray, I've had gray hairs in my hair since like in my early thirties. Yeah, but you know, a lot so, of people don't. But that but that that, that, that all the part that 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 all falls in line with knowing your heritage and knowing who you are and knowing where you came from. And doing your background research, check, like research, people, period. it's time if for people. Help your That's it. If you want to help your community, do some research. Because listen, uh, if you don't do nothing else, if, if do you're some afraid, research. That's all you got to do. If you if you're afraid to go out there on the because granted, there's for instance, I'm gonna break down the protest. There are people who are organizers. There are people mm -hmm. who organize behind the scenes. There are people who. They are planners. They, they, they motivators. They motivate behind the scenes. They, and then they, then you have the front line people, the people like you and me, who ain't afraid to go out there and actually be on the front line. There's levels to it, right? But make sure you play your part, right? So uh, it, it takes all of Absolutely. us doing our our respective things to uh, to make all of it come to fruition. So. Don't just sit back and 
Because, uh, see, I'm going to tell you what y'all do. Y'all sit back. Y'all see something. But also, uh, real, real quick, real, real quick, too. It's real important to know your role because everybody not equipped for the front line. Right. Everybody not going to get out there and is ready to die for the cause. So at right. the end of the day, know your lane and stay in it. Stay in it. That's the key thing. Stay in it. Like, you don't like for. Okay, so when I said I do a lot of like you heard Toya say, I reach out to a lot of people I don't know and motivate them and stuff like that. The reason why nobody knows is because I don't want them to know. I can contribute to my community and to my people without everybody knowing. You don't do it for clout. I don't do you it don't for, do it for clout. You got, these, you got all do. these people out here trying to do everything for clout, trying to yeah. do something because they so they can just say they did it or go somewhere because they can say they been. Like, for what? What did, what, what did you learn? That's just like that one year. I'll never forget that one year. Everybody bust, busted up out of here going to the Million Man March. Everybody went to the Million Man March. Now, I'm looking at it, I'm scrolling down my timeline and I'm seeing all these jokers in D.C. and everybody taking pictures of uh, stuff that we already know is in D.C. Stuff that we didn't already see. We've been seeing in D.C. our whole entire lives. All taking pictures of plates of food. and all. What, the, what did you actually go to D.C. and learn? What did you learn? What did the minister speak about? What did you actually learn? What was your whole purpose for going? Just to say you went... <clears throat> And that's the type of stuff that that is really that's that's the type of stuff that's really kind of like taking over and plaguing our community like a cancer. Like everybody's trying to one up everybody, and everybody's trying to be better than everybody else. Everybody out here going broke and spending all their money trying to impress people that don't even like you for real. Don't even These like people you. Don't, and, and at the same time, don't like you. What do you get? They don't like you. Listen here. I, and I say it all the time, Jay. I can, I can, I can really, I can, I can really run out here, and I can really live with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? I can buy designer. I can do this. I can take trips. I can, I can do with the best of them. But I'm, first of all, I'm smart. I'm responsible. And second of all, there are things that I'm trying to accomplish that I know I'm going to need money to do. Mm. So before I go out here and try to impress everybody with all the Jordans that I can buy and uh, all the nice cars with the rims and the beats and all of that. These people don't even like, I know what half the people that I'm trying to maintain this look for, these people don't even like me. And, and, and a lot of people are, are, are maintaining circles and maintaining friendships with people that are users. You know what I'm saying? As long as they spending money, as long as they drinking, as long as they smoking, they got all the friends. Wait until all that stuff run out and then see where the same people went. is at. I see if you people, can see if you can turn around and borrow twenty dollars from the, somebody or man, see if what? you can I turn around and get a ride time, from somebody man. if you don't have a car. Like I you gotta listen. One thing about it, uh, my best friend and, and him and I have been in each other's lives for a long time, like 10 years. And he has taught me a lot about dealing with people. He has taught me a lot about dealing with my money. And it's crazy what you learn about folks when you just sit back sit and back pay attention. And pay attention, yep. 
You know what I'm saying? You can tell you can tell a person's motives just by their you can tell where a person's head is at just by having a simple conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, y'all get yourselves caught up in these situations, y'all get yourself caught up in these relationships. I just I'm just I'm I'm to the point now where I'm too old. I'm too old to be going through drama and doing all I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm gonna tell you what it is. This is what it's gonna be. And if this is what you if you can't conform to this, then you can't be here. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like at this point, everybody, I feel like everybody has a motive. And he we just had a conversation like yesterday, the day before yesterday. And he told me, he was like, you know what? If it, if, if they're not benefiting you, they don't need to be around you. Facts. If they're not teaching you, if they're not teaching you something, they don't need to be around you. Facts. Why do you got people around you that ain't teaching you nothing? You know what? You don't need nobody teach you how to turn up. You don't need nobody to teach you how to spend your money all up on drugs and alcohol and all. If they're not teaching you nothing, you don't need to be around them. Right. So I'm gonna break that down further because I've said this to you myself a couple of times way back in the day. Listen people understand something right people always ask why you don't party yet one is i got that main goal of achieving generational wealth for my family but the other reason is listen i don't have no you can't even have a conversation with me if you're not trying to do something with yourself why because that saying birds of a feather flock together is real why am i going to hang around somebody who's stagnant why am I going to hang around somebody who has no purpose, no ambition, no, no nothing in life, no goals? No. Why would I do that? If you can't teach and me. And you can't nothing, tell me nothing. And you can't tell you me can't nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Like if, if you're not trying to You do can't tell me nothing if you ain't got nothing. Right. And you can't teach me nothing. Why do I need you around me? What exactly do I need you around me for if you can't teach me anything? You get what I'm saying? And I'm a Please. firm believer Absolutely. in that. My mom used to say... My mom used to say it all the time. How you going to tell me about a steak and you ain't never had nothing but bologna? You can't talk to me about... How you going to talk to me about maintaining a relationship and you ain't even got a man? How you going to talk to me about owning a home and you still live in an apartment? You still renting? How you going to talk to me about my credit and you can't get nothing in your name but a Facebook page? Come on now, we got to make it make sense. You know and what I'm we saying? But we better. all we gotta do better. We do, we do, and it's and it's and it's people is, out here that we. That's one of the biggest problems in our community is instead of us trying to teach and push each other, we want to hang around and be around the in crowd, the crowd that. And let, let me break down this in crowd. Most of these in crowds. Go ahead and give it to him, then, Jay. Go ahead and give it to him. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, listen, I'm about to get, listen. These in crowds that y'all look at, like, oh my God, they're always at the club. They're always partying. They always got this. They always got that. They're always smoking the best this. They all, they're smoking that and doing that that weekend, right? These people that you all look up to and want to be a part of, have nothing going for themselves at all. The cars that you see most time don't even be theirs. It be a rental. The smoke. They borrowed that money from their girl to buy that smoke. The, the, the fly dresses, the red bottoms. Yo, this is all stuff. They didn't pay their I rent. call them dressed up bums. 
dressed up bums, perfect. And listen, the ones that y'all see with all this stuff. <laughs> That's what I call them. You feel me? Like, don't think that this is real. This is this is fictational. This is not factual. Listen, stop wanting to be a part of these in crowds because most of these in crowds are pretenders. Like, if somebody has it, right, you're not gonna know they have That's it. it. For instance, people who personally know me, right, and I'm not trying to brag, I'm just using myself as an example, but if you're taking it as I'm bragging, so what, I don't care. Right. People who, generally, who know me personally know, I got it, right? But if you see me in public, I'm in what I'm in right now. You look like a regular old, regular, a regular old, old person. You will be the you will you would be the one and, and you're married, your wife is beautiful, but you would be the type of guy that a female would see in public and pass you up because she gonna look down at those shoes and she gonna look down at this and that and the third and think you broke and don't even know you walking around with the whole back. Right. And so the one thing that and, and you know they think that until one moment when I get in one of my cars, right? Because I'm one of these, I'm old school, I was raised, you ain't a man if you ain't got a Cadillac. I love Cadillacs, it's all I've ever owned. They're always nice. So that's my one flaw is I love Cadillacs and I don't just love them, I love to actually trick them out, have the loud music, nice rims, or I can't help it, that's who I am. So right. you know how many times right. them same people that you just spoke of look like, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's always like that. It's always like that. Them same ones are now looking like, damn. It's always like that. Why I pass up on... Stop be the ones that, but them be the ones that pop out. Them be the ones that when you pop out, after you done been blessed with something or something, they sitting back looking with they nose all turned up because you weren't supposed to have that. You weren't supposed to be able to go out and get that. Your credit wasn't supposed to be good enough for that. You weren't supposed to have enough money for that. And that's what I say all the time. Like, don't sit back and count people's pockets. Don't sit we, back and pocket so why. Why do we do that? Don't do that. Because do you do don't that? know who out here big stepping. You don't. You know why what I'm saying? And, it, and it's people out here that I got it that don't brag. You know what I'm saying? It's people out here that's that's working hard, that's really putting the work in and it's really grinding and really stacking their bread and really got good credit scores and all that. But brag for what? What what is that getting anybody anywhere? Nothing. If you want to do something, if you want to showboat, help somebody. Help somebody. Help somebody get it. So, like, let me break this down to y'all, right? I didn't tell a lot somebody of people that this. needs some help. Help somebody. Okay, you got to brag. You got. You want to brag? You got an eight hundred credit score. Help somebody else get an eight hundred credit score. Since you knew how to do, knew what to do to get your credit score up. Help somebody else. Listen. Let me break something down right quick. That pay it forward is real. So for all of you who it, want to it, know it why is. I'm successful, it's because I'm always helping somebody. Right? So how are you helping somebody, Jay? I'll give you an example. I don't need guests to do my show. I don't. The people I bring on this show, I bring on this show because 
I want to help them get the thing. Most of them are ones who desire to have their own podcast, right? So guess what? I might say, you know what, Toya, I want you to be my co-host. Get your stinking ass up tomorrow. We're going to do this, right? But guess what's going to happen? When Latoya's finally able to branch out and do her own stuff, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to support that. I'm going to help that. I'm going to push that. And then not only am I going to do that, when you need me on your show, give me a time. Give me a date. See, y'all so focused and self-absorbed that y'all don't understand the reason why us successful people are successful is because we pay it forward. You cannot be blessed if you don't bless other folks. So many You got to. You got to. That's that. all the part. You know what? Well, God blesses us so that we can be blessings to other people. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I and it's crazy that you said that because my best friend tells me that all the time time he's like i'm blessed because i help other people and he does he helps other people like you i look at the people that literally help other people you know what i'm saying like i'm talking about for real help other people not help other people because they looking for something in return not because they are expecting this or expecting that like genuinely helping other people genuinely want to see other people doing good want to see other people not being taken advantage of because he does run several several businesses of his own so of course you know what i'm saying like your livelihood is your livelihood you know what i'm saying but if i can help you do something versus you calling a company to come out and do something and they busting your head you know what i'm saying they're going to charge you xyz amount of dollars if i can come over here and do it and probably save you a couple dollars like it, it can just be something as simple as that but people don't understand when you get put in that type of position especially when you're doing well for yourself and you got people around you that could benefit not I, i'm not saying pull the money out your pocket and give it to them right. i'm yeah, not saying that that's not what i'm saying what? do Boom. what i'm saying is show somebody how to get it like you got it. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's just as simple as that. Give somebody the game. Dear black community, supporting and blessing someone is not the form of money. Right? That is not always in the form of money. And that's the first thing we think about when it comes to when we say help, when we say support, that don't always mean spend your money. That don't always mean you gotta pull money out your pocket. You can just you can help somebody just by giving them knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them type of people. I like to do things on my own. Show me how to do. Listen, I I don't know if you're familiar with her. Shout out my good friend Angela Hudson here in Columbus, Ohio. I love her to death. She's crazy as heck. If you know her, you know. If if you know her, you know. But when I started my credit repair journey, like two years ago. I had reached out to her because she was doing credit repair. And at the time, I had was paying Lexington Law. I'm pretty sure everybody is familiar with Lexington Law. Yeah. I was paying Lexington Law like $100 a month to, to, to fix my credit. And they weren't really doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't seeing nothing. My credit score wasn't moving. I wasn't seeing nothing dropping off, none of that. Let That's me tell you something. I take slow. my hat off to, to that woman. Back. They want you to keep coming back to them so they do it slow. 
Absolutely. I take my hat off to Angela Hudson because she literally sat down and this woman didn't have to do this. When I say she didn't know me from Adam, we had just been Facebook friends for a long ass time, Jay. She did not know me from Adam. I reached out to her and asked her, what do I do to push to get my credit score? She told me step by step everything to do. Jay, I lied to you not. When I started my credit repair journey, my credit score was 512. I ain't going to tell you what my credit score is now because it ain't none of your business. But <laughs> at the end of the day, when I tell you I have no debt, when I tell That's you I have nothing reported negatively, negatively on my credit only, thing that's on my credit report right now is my student loan and I don't have nothing in default none of that when I say that woman sat down and let me tell you something for those of you who don't know a 800 credit score has more buying power than a hundred thousand dollars just know that and that's for a lot of another, people that don't that's so not up on credit out. that don't know about credit man listen here help somebody that's so all for, you got to do is take the time out to help somebody for some of y'all uh I got a brother, and when y'all hear me say brothers, I absolutely have six sisters and I'm the only boy, but all of my fellow uh, brothers in the military were brothers. It don't matter what color they are, they're my brothers. Any one of them call me, I'm with them, so y'all always hear me saying brother, brother, my brother, my brother. <clears throat> Those are actually my brothers. We sweat together, bled together, all that. I got a partner, Anthony Norwood, Black Sky Group, right? Um, BGS, uh, I, I always mess it up. I don't know why. I don't know. It's maybe because mm. my gang banging days come back to me when I think initials and stuff. But he, uh, I mean, that's important. You know, people always think you wake up like this and that's furthest from the truth. Um, man, it takes a right. lot of work. We all came from somewhere, man. Um, some of the most yeah, influential people yeah. in, the, in the communities have came from dope dealing backgrounds, gang banging backgrounds, stripper backgrounds, prostitute background. We all got a background, man, and it's important not to judge folks uh, for absolutely for that. But so I'm gonna try to get him on the show. He's a busy man. Um, he teaches people how to invest in stocks properly. And when I tell you my man's is cold with it, he cold. I need with him. It. I'm a listen. So I need I'm him. Do, I've been trying to figure that out. I've been trying to figure out how to get involved in the stocks. Right. So listen, what I'm gonna do for all of y'all is um I ain't gonna do it now, but after the show is over, I'll put the link to his group in the comment thread so y'all can get to it. And Toya, make sure um, cool. you put anything that you do on uh <laughs> van <laughs> said i used to be a stripper <laughs> i seen that you know what I'm saying? hey man would you like hey everybody used that? to be somebody listen everybody <laughs> used to be somebody let me try to tell you so right. that's why i say you know you got a lot of people that are sit about it i sit out here in the judge and the talk down on other people like everybody got something in their closet they don't want to come out right. i don't care who you are ain't nobody perfect Everybody then did something they don't want somebody to find out about. Thanks. So at the end of the day, it's all about how you pick up the pieces and move on and come up out of situations. You know, situations are absolutely, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of our situations are 
10% the situation to 90% how we react to the situation or how we handle the situation. So, you know, it's levels to this, okay? You know, we didn't just wake up this morning and say, oh, we 40, we mature now. No, that's not how it happened. You literally have to grow. It takes steps. It takes uh, improving yourself. It takes checking yourself. You know how many times I've been checked and then had to check myself because I done been totally out of pocket or totally left field. Like it takes hey, that sometimes. Hey, and a lot of people. Hey, so, Latoya, we don't have some pretty heated moments <laughs> in private. Like, hey, what the fuck is you doing? Shut the hell up, Jay. No, you shut the hell up. You do this. Absolutely. You know I, man, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna be cussed out by a few people that 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 really that really really care about me, especially you know over the years pertaining to my Facebook page. But one thing that people started learning about me, as far as my personality goes, is that I'm gonna be who I am. I'm gonna get on social media. I'm gonna make you laugh. I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm one of them type of people that try to express smiles. I don't try to get on Facebook with a bunch of negativity and stuff all day. I might say something that might offend somebody or whatever the case may be, but if I, it's only because I thought it was funny. So, you know what I'm saying? People say stuff to offend me all the time, but I don't take it to the left. I don't take it to the right. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes so, you have to just take stuff for what it is at face value and keep you know, it pushing. A lot of times we get on social minute, media and minute, we let. Wait a minute. Let me, I, cause you listen. So when you say something that I think is pertinent that people need to fully understand, I want to make sure I break it down so they actually understand. Stuff that you say on social media, a lot of us, now, first of all, there's a lot of y'all follow all these jokers and y'all like, oh, they're Facebook comedians, but they not funny in real life. And so I they not. About the, <laughs> you feel me? A lot of these jokers will go and all they do all day is they find a meme in one of these groups they copy the meme and post it onto their page and you thinking, oh my God, this joker is so funny. But all he did was copy and paste something and you meet him in real life and right. they, they fuddy duddies. I got my old lady making me a shirt. Dry, that dry, says, no substance. Right, no substance, no nothing. So I got my old lady getting ready to make me a shirt. Uh, I'm gonna design it myself that says, you Facebook funny, I'm funny in real life. Right. And so, <laughs> right. So when, when, hey, send me what, hey, tell Brady, tell Miss Hullum I said, send me one of those in the medium. <laughs> so listen, uh, when, when she says some of the stuff she's posting might offend people because a lot of people are thin skinned these days and they take social media way too serious in our community. You can't say nothing. We take stuff so serious in our community when it comes to social media, man. You can't post nothing. Like, you know how many times I've posted a meme and got somebody put typed a whole 20-page AP formatted college essay under the meme? Every time. And I'm like... <laughs> Every time. Bro, like, what did you do? Like, go, go take your stinking ass on something. Every you time. know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, so, it ain't nothing wrong with you got an opinion about something there is nothing wrong with having an opinion about something and i say that on facebook all the time just because i don't agree with you doesn't make me a hater doesn't make me i just don't agree with you i can be mature enough to understand your point of view and take that for what it's worth but i don't have to agree with you i can say okay yay i understand your point of view but i don't agree 
That doesn't make me a hater. That doesn't mean we have beef. That doesn't mean we have to argue about it all day long and throw subliminals and shoot shots. You know, we don't gotta do all that. You had a point. I had a point. Hey, we lost her again, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over and I'm I'm gonna say something while uh, while we get her back together. Hey, listen, so dear community, everybody in the community does not have to have the same opinion as you. And just because they have the same opinion as you does not mean, right? It does not mean that. Let me turn it off. Just because they don't have the same opinion as you does not mean that they dislike you, that they can't stand you, that uh, you don't have to label folks. See, what folks do, and I can't stand in our community, is the minute that someone says something that they don't fully agree with, the first thing we do is, oh, he a Uncle Tom, or she hate her race, or uh, <clears throat> he think he or she thinks she better than everybody. And, and that's the kind of things that we do when somebody doesn't agree with us. And listen, that is not the case. Just because someone, it's okay for others to have an opposite opinion of you. So I had a conversation with one of my mans a few days ago. Uh, his name is Kevin Jones. A lot of you know him, man. Every now and then I call him that brother is actually super intelligent. And a lot of people don't know that about him. So sometimes I'll call him just so he can get me right. Just so he can feed my spirit. You get what I'm saying? I got a lot of friends like that that I call just so they can feed me. Feed me knowledge. Get me right. <clears throat> okay? And I called him and, and we was talking about like when we, me and him first got <clears throat> started to get really, really close. Um, we had a disagreement on uh, Colin Kaepernick. Now, I loved everything he stood for and every every his cause and all of that. Um, but the one thing I didn't like is being a combat veteran. Uh, we stand because we have a lot of brothers who was killed in combat. So we stand for those who can no longer stand during the national anthem. So I said that rubbed me the wrong way. And me and Kev, we, <clears throat> we called each other. We had a long conversation about it, and we all broke. We he broke down his points, and we both end up like because we agreed with everything. We just didn't agree with that one particular thing. And one of the biggest things that make me love Kev is he's mature and mature enough to understand that uh, you can have a disagreement and have a healthy conversation about it without bashing each other, being negative towards each other, without cursing at each other, without wanting to fight each other. We need to stop doing that in our community, okay? Once someone disagrees with you, don't automatically label them, okay? Have a healthy conversation. That's what's one of the biggest things that's lost in our community is we never have a healthy conversation. And listen, for some of you all, I need you to understand that our community is a work in progress. It's not always going to be peachy cream. I love my community and hate my community at the same time. 
because I got so much. How could I put it? I don't want to say hope because I don't like the word hope. But I, I want to see our community thrive and prosper. But before we can do that, we must learn to respect each other. We must learn to uh, de-escalate situations without violence. We must learn to appreciate one another, respect each other's crafts, respect each other's talent, respect each other's thank you, uh, Thank you, Miss Kiera. Uh, is I'm saying that right? Kiera Nicole. Respect each other's potential. And yeah, that is a great word for me to say when it comes to our community. Our community has the potential to be the greatest community there is. But there's things that we need to work on. So when I'm speaking on our community, don't take it as me trying to bash my community. I'm speaking these things because I want greater, I want better for my community, right? I want that for all communities, but especially my own community. I am a black man who has driven nothing but Cadillacs with fancy rims and loud music my entire life. I've been that guy pulled over by police. I've been that guy stereotyped and labeled. I've been through the struggles. I've been from dope dealing and gang banging to I've done all of these things. Where I'm at now is because I strive to be greater. And we as a community, I wish would all do the same thing. Because the minute our community decides to do the things that are right, that is when we will be great. And listen, real quick, I'm going to play a couple short commercials and see if we can get uh, Natoya back online. So give me a second. Now, these commercials that you see um, are actually, if you need a videographer, I, I produce these fully by myself. Okay, so here we go.
Okay, folks, welcome back. Uh, hopefully we can get Natoya back on because uh, <clears throat> she was spitting that knowledge, but hey, the show must continue. Uh, listen, uh, that intro that right there that just played, man, listen, every time that comes on, every single time that comes on, I I literally get goosebumps. And, and, and listen, the, 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 it makes me want to dance. It makes me want to go ham like uh so i'm gonna bring it back real quick you know what i'm saying and and, and i'm gonna show y'all how i get when my own commercial plays and yes i'm tooting my own horn damn it So listen, check this out, people. If you didn't get anything from today, understand that. And listen, you're more than welcome to call in right now. I'm going to open up the lines for callers, uh, 980-202-2837. You're more than welcome to call in. It's up at the, uh, right, in the, uh, the right corner of the screen, uh, 980-202-2837. You're more than welcome to call in. Uh, but listen, if you didn't get anything from this today, please understand that our community is a beautiful community. Our community sets all the trends across the globe. And being that I've been in all of these different countries in my life, I was fortunate to be in all these different countries in my life. I've seen what happens when hip-hop comes on in these countries. I've seen how they try to dress like us, act like us, in different countries. Even here in America, we are one of the most influential communities there is. At some point, we have to learn that we are the trendsetters. We are, we need to start setting examples for our children because our children are our future. What are you doing? What is your contribution to the community? Doesn't have to be you actually out there in the community. It could be preparing future kings and queens. Your son is a prince. Your daughter is a princess. Your contribute, contribution, I don't know why I keep messing that word up, but whatever. Some of these words I got to clap out sometimes. Contribute, whatever. I mess it up. <laughs> Too many claps. Your contribution can simply be being the best example for your children. Being that role model for your children. Because if you're that role model for them, they in return will be a role model to someone else. Whatever you do, 
make sure you are contributing in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Okay? It doesn't always have to be loud. People don't need to know that you're contributing. It can be behind the scenes. But make sure you're doing it. Stop sitting back and judging everyone just because. Stop turning your nose up at the at the black man or woman that's starting a business and ask them what do they need to help th help them thrive. Stop turning your nose up at people and writing despicable things on social media just because you can, just because you want clout. Okay? Because that's not getting us anywhere. In order for our community to reach its full potential, we need to learn to be together, be on one accord. Now, that does not mean we all have to agree. That don't mean you become a yes man, a yes, a yes man, a yes woman. It simply means that a healthy conversation can turn into a great idea. So if I don't agree with somebody and I have a conversation with them. Instead of, because what we do, we always want to be confrontational. We always want to get up in the uproar. We always want to fight. No, we can sit and have a conversation and together collective minds can figure out what can be done to make our community better. Okay? So if you didn't take nothing from what you got today, take that from it. Take that from it. Tomorrow, I believe, I haven't decided yet, but I really think I want to dive into some of these relationships because a lot of people don't understand uh, fully that, one, black love still exists, and, well, love period still exists. Uh, now, listen, for some of you who are watching who are of other ethnicities, I'm speaking in, in, in total, the overall, everyone, but I got a deep-rooted love for my community, so I make sure I speak especially to them, okay? And I think it's important for us to understand really what relationships really are today because I believe that relationships in our community, it's the overall perception of them are they don't exist. Um, men think that women who are complimentive, who are supportive, who are um, submissive when they're supposed to be, um, they think that they don't exist. They think that women are simply gold diggers, yada, 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 uh, looking for helpmates, yada, yada, yada. And this is true for some, but it's th that's the minority, right? It's not definitely not all. And then women seem to think that chivalry doesn't exist anymore. They seem to think that there aren't men who open doors, who actually protect and provide and set an example for their, their household and be that head of household that they're supposed to be. So I think I'm going to dive into that tomorrow. So thank you all for tuning in. Anyone who's watched this, please help, please support. I'm not asking you to spend any money. Just hit like, hit share. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe.
tap the bell, support me, help me get this message out to our community. Thank you all for tuning in. For every last one of you who watched, commented, shared, liked, whatever you've done, I truly appreciate you. And I'm out.